Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Retreat. I am your host, Daniela Maris Owens, and I am just so elated because today's talk is about purpose. I have spent the last, I don't know, week and a half on different platforms discussing um, our own individual purpose and just how needed it is in today's world. So I want to just continue on with that uh, notion and um, offer a few words of encouragement for those who are searching and um, trying to find their true purpose in life. All right, so let's just jump right in. You know, let's just get in there. And actually, let me start off by saying one of the reasons why this topic has come up and has been extremely important is, you know, during um, this pandemic, uh, we have seen so many people uh, struggle mentally um, to focus, to, to live, to function in real life. And I think that it's just very important to understand um, that the antidote outside of Christ Jesus is going to be your identity and who you are and your purpose in God. The reason why I say that is because your purpose is your why, the reason for which you exist. Um, the textbook definition in and of itself is just that, the, the reason into which something exists, why. It's, it's everyone's why, it's our why, it's the product that we're making, it's the why, it's the business that we wanna start, it's the why, what is the purpose of it? And um, again, the reason why uh, this is like very, very important to discuss is because mental health and the peace of one's mind can all be healed when someone understands their why. Your peace is attached to your purpose. Your why is your reason for, for living, breathing, moving. When someone doesn't understand why they're here, Sometimes it's easier to grasp the idea that maybe life is not worth living. Um, from my own personal experience, you're looking at someone who has most of my life, I would say, I'm just now evolving into the understanding of why I was created. But if you talk to me a year ago, um, I wasn't in the best mental uh, place I didn't have the greatest mental stability. Um, you're looking at someone who struggled with depression, anxiety, uh, suicide, um, all because I could not figure out why life was worth living. And again, I think the pandemic has done great things for people who have been able to find their niche and to find their focus and really be able to grow and adapt. And I think it's wonderful. I've heard of so many of my friends who have started businesses there their romantic relationships, they've grown, they've blossomed. So many of my friends have, are now expecting. Um, you know, and life has just been so beautiful for so many, but then there's the opposite end of the spectrum where many other people, um, the pandemic has been the most devastating thing with no silver lining. And again, like I said, a year ago, life was very different for me. And though this has been the toughest year for many of us, I think that we owe a lot of our ups and our downs to simply being. And I say being because no matter what you do on earth, there's always going to be this innate ability to just be versus what you are 
able and you are uh, functionally able to do. A lot of times we attach our identity to what we can do. My identity is in basketball. I'm a basketball player. That's who I am. No, it's not. Because if you break your ankle today and you can't play basketball, then who are you? Um, you know, I, I'm the next Whitney Houston. I'm the greatest singer. That's my identity. No, you're not. Because if something happens to your vocal cords and you can't sing, who are you? I'm the greatest this, I'm the greatest that. And it's all surrounded by external factors. And the problem is a lot of times you will be challenged in those areas. And if you can no longer do the things that you have crowned as your identity, then who are you? And then when that falls apart, we lose our, our minds. <laughs> like, we simply lose our minds. And I think it's important to counteract that and to really bring some understanding to many people that, um, find that their their natural or their physical abilities, um, they've become so dependent on it. I think it's very important that we now present this other option that maybe your purpose and maybe your identity is simply in your being. We're called human beings, not human doings. To become, to evolve, to grow, um, and the importance of life circumstances and how they mold us to be who we are. No one could ever tell me that the time that I got arrested was going to, um, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So, all right. But since we're talking about it, this slip, only God knows, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's so funny because I was arrested, um, after, oof, um, I was young, wild and out of control and Leading up to the night I got arrested, I had lost my best friend in a car accident. Um, I had lost my god sister, and they were seven months apart. And then three months after that, um, ten months after the first devastating thing that happened into my life, I was sitting in freaking <laughs> Manhattan Criminal Court. <laughs> like, I can hear the bus waiting to take me and whoever else to Rikers. Like, we were there. And um, that experience... Um, as gruesome as it was, as hard as it was, as scary as it was, um, no one could have told me that seven years later I would be volunteering to go into the jails at Westchester County to preach God's word. After being humiliated and sitting in a jail cell saying, I don't even know if I believe God because how did I end up here? I'm not going to pray. I remember sitting in the jail cell like, I'm not praying. I don't, I quit life. I don't, this is the most humiliating, the most unfair. I had the biggest woe is me attitude you can imagine. And again, seven years later, I don't think anyone could have, uh, I don't think anyone could have predicted, prophesied, thought about, created, wrote it down, blueprint. I, I don't think anybody would have thought and who cares what anybody else thinks, but I would have never, I could have never seen myself at the, 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 um, at the, at, what's the place where you go and it's like a introduction, like an open house? What's that? I got the, no, it's not a place. It's a, anyway, that place where you meet the people and they teach you how to go into the it starts with an I, I feel like. Google. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> this is completely off script. That's how you know I'm unprepared. And these lights are really um, bright, so my mind is. <laughs> but anyway, 
you know, I said all that to say, again, life circumstances, this pandemic, certain uh, heartbreaks, I, I would have never thought the first time I got my heart broken, I swore, okay? I swore I would never get married, nobody would ever get close to me, and several heartbreaks later, here we are, still, still hoping. <laughs> um, but I'm joking and I'm making light of it, but I really, I really think that it's important for us to understand that all of life's circumstances and all of our challenges, all of our, even our triumphs, you know, our triumphs and our trials and everything, they're all a part of the makings of us. And I think that sometimes um, I've been doing this, this, um, these platforms, like I said, the last couple of weeks, and I've really been talking about being provoked into purpose. And the reason why I use the word provoke, because pro the word provoke literally means to bring out, to, to rise up, to create, to entice. And I think that too often we look at the negatives in our lives and we're just like, because this happened, I could never. And I think Again, we have to kind of challenge ourselves to understand that because this happened, I absolutely can. You know, we have to change the narrative around the things that are not perfect. Life is not meant to be perfect. Life is meant to be lived. And, you know, my story may not be your story. I've, I have, I think, for me, I think sometimes even when I recall some of the things that I've been through and, you know, the half has not been told, but when I, when I, when I allow these thoughts and I remember some of the, the things, some of the most humiliating things, some of the things that I, even now when I think about certain things, I cringe, but at the same time, I may cringe at the initial thought, but when I consider who I am today, it's like, wow, like God really used that to, to make me. He used the worst of me to get the best of me. And it's like, we don't talk about that enough. And sometimes we, we disqualify ourselves because of the things that we're ashamed of and the things that, you know, devastated us and humiliated us and broke us. And there's something very beautiful, really, about being broken. And um, yeah, that's just my word of encouragement. That's my word of encouragement. I don't want to give too much away because, you know, the book is coming. <laughs> but um, I just, I... I I think that especially in this time, especially, you know, in the current climax of our world, you know, with this this um, pandemic and, you know, what it's done to our economy and in the U.S., what it's like to go through one of the craziest elections of my lifetime, um, you know, to experience all of this at once. I think it's just very important that in the midst of all of this chaos that we really understand and we stay encouraged to still live out our own life and our own journey and our own path because it is unique and it is designed specifically for each individual. My path is not going to be your path and your path is not going to be my path, but I need you to walk in your path because it gives me permission to walk in mine. And it's not a competition because again, we have all been very uniquely designed for our own purpose. And I think that that's beautiful. And I think until we drill this into our minds and fully understand um, our why, the reason to which we exist, um, we're gonna see a lot more devastation. And even though devastation and you know certain things will never stop happening, it's a, it's a part of the circle in the cycle of life, like I said, everything that we go through is a part of the makings of us, even the, even the things that we cringe at. And um, yeah, I just want to leave you all with that. Um, 
just to stay encouraged. And your purpose is not in what you do, it's in who you become. And keep allowing life to mold you, not break you to the point of no return. But if you have to be broken, to be molded, to be built up, to go forth, then so be it. Enjoy it. And, you know, God has a perfect plan. He says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord to those who are the called according to his purpose. All things, all things, every single thing. And yeah, I just want to leave you all with that. So I hope that um, someone has been encouraged like I've been encouraged. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a strong believer that you do not qualify to speak until you have the experience um, experience needed to be most effective in your speech and I'm only saying all of this because I am I am evolving into who God has called me to be and I'm so humbled that he chose me for this path and I'm so humble at the way he has done it it's not to boast in myself because truth be told I am fully persuaded that none nothing none of the things that I've gone through in my life is because I earned it or because I just deserve to be here. I know from a natural perspective, people are like, oh no, you worked hard. I may have worked hard, but the door didn't have to open. I understand the grace of God upon my life and I'm, I don't apologize for it, but at the same time, I thank him for it every single day. And I just, if, the only, if my purpose in life is to get other people to understand God's hand and their, their uniqueness and their calling and all these great things, then I'm satisfied with that. I don't need anything else. All right, so I'll leave it at that. Love y'all. Thanks for tuning in as always. And uh, we'll see you at the next episode of The Retreat.